go. All right, I'll do it then. It's the official podcast, and it's episode 328, I think. Somewhere in that ballpark. And boys, I'm just going to kick us off with a topic. The banks are dying. We're losing all yeah. of our banks now. I'm sure you've all seen, uh, what was it, Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate, and Signature all completely ate shit. It's a, it's a big, scary moment now. That's where all my money was in those three banks. I'm screwed. That's right. <laughs> Exclusively those banks. Yeah. Well, I've, What's going to happen to our startup? The official startup. We're fucked. It's yeah. all over, How guys. difficult is it to make a bank? How many banks are there in America? Like, were these large banks? Uh, so I can give you the order of importance. Silvergate okay. was the smallest. Signature was medium. And SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, was the biggest. Now, how, how, big, how big is actually like? I think SVB. I think SVB had like sixty billion in assets, something in that ballpark. Far more, far more. Was it far more? It, it was a lot. Like they had a lot. Yeah, I imagine it was like mostly like venture capitalists in Silicon uh, Valley, right? Like an investment bank, kind of. It was tech startups. So, for example, uh, uh, Roku lost like four hundred sixty-three million, and Roblox lost one fifty mil. <laughs> The Robux economy is in the in the shitter now, boys. I'll tell you what. Didn't the president uh, step in or the government? Yeah, the government had to step in. But uh, yeah, so Roblox. Ro- Ro- Roblox lost 150 million? Yeah, that's how much they had in Oof. SVB. Oh, that sucks for Roblox, but I'm sure they'll make up for it. Um, SVB so, was, had a worth of like over 200 billion, by the way. So quite a bit. So I don't know how surprise much it... me at all. I, like I, I, ha- I am not qualified. I don't think any of us are to talk about the banking system or this. But well, actually, Andrew is he's, he's quite proficient. Let's listen That's to right. Andrew. On yeah, this. you don't remember? I have a master's <laughs> degree in economics. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andrew, what, what what happens now? Please give financial advice so to everyone. It's, in the it's unfortunately due to old school rulings and traditions in the law that started around the 1700s. Every banker in North America has to pray towards Wall Street for the next three <laughs> days to undo the banking curse. Mm, I mean, that sense. doesn't even... I, I, it sounds like you're joking, but I don't know enough about money. How much financial curses to know if that's actually a joke. So how, mu- how much of our taxes are now going to go to undoing the voodoo and appeasing the banking gods? Yeah, how much of my Australian taxes goes towards solving this American <laughs> issue? Ninety-nine percent. Somehow they will. Yeah, what that one percent stays behind in case, like the banking god actually visits Earth again, like he did in eleven oh six A.D. Uh, yeah. uh, and they use that to buy him dinner at a very nice oh, restaurant. Yeah, well, but the rest of him. it, the rest of it is used as like a sacrificial offering, kind of a peacemaking thing you know like they just throw it in the air they burn it they get rid of it however they want to so in all seriousness though the government does step in and like all the depositors or whatever the people who have money uh in those banks jackson jesus christ no they give the money to the banking god right yes i just explained it yes all right but i'm actually i actually want to know andrew the government oh, I have does. no fucking idea. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Uh, CoffeeZilla just made a great video on it, so I can tell mm. you they the government stepped in and basically did like a bailout on these banks. Okay, so why? 
because it's uh to dissuade fears that banking is starting to or that other banks could start to fail as well so do the companies that lost their money through this get compensated yeah i think they're made whole again through this i'm pretty sure so like uh for example roblox like i don't think they're actually going to be out 150 mil after this bailout uh, though i'm okay. not entirely sure the specifics of how that works but that's the whole point so that way, like, people don't lose confidence in the banks. It doesn't cause a panic or anything like that. Well, lose, lose confidence in the financial system itself, I think. It's more like if everyone starts freaking out and going to the banks and pulling out their money and, like, hiding it under their mattresses or whatever, then the financial system itself collapses at that point, right? I think yeah, they just yeah. to stop something like they that. They don't want yeah. us to notice that, like, even the normie, typical old-school banks at the end of the day, they're all just FBX. It's all just a bunch of weirdos living on an island fucking us out of our money yeah it was or actually pretty eye-opening so the way do you guys know what a bank run is uh is it how much money they actually hold on to it's when a lot of people all at once are trying to pull their money out and ah, right. the bank can't like they don't have enough liquid assets in order to fulfill those demands so it's called insolvency, which is what happened with FTX. I might be butchering this whole explanation, but I oh, think this is Whoops. I think this is how it works. Yeah. So FTX was insolvent. They didn't have the assets on hand, so they couldn't actually like process the withdrawals. In this case, it was a liquidity crisis, meaning they had that money, like they had the assets, but they didn't have it like available to them because it was locked up in things like bonds which they couldn't easily sell because they lose so much money on bonds right now due to the interest rates. So because they couldn't sell those bonds and get the money back the way they needed to to fulfill all of these withdrawals, it led to an insolvency problem, which led to this big fucking collapse. It's times like this and like watching other situations, well, like the 2008 collapse and shit like that. It's when you start to realize the entire system itself is a powder keg. And there's no kind of stability there at all, really. It's all held together by, like, duct tape and dreams. Hey, hey, hey. It's not like there's no stability. There's something called the FDIC. And luckily, in this case, they insured up to $250,000. So that, you know, Roblox may have lost 150 mil, but they're getting at least <laughs> 250k back, baby. Isn't that, like, a, a thing across all banks, right? Like, all people who deposit in a bank are ins insured for up to 250? I think it's the same. Yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just to make sure like there is something there, but it's uh, clearly not enough to compensate during a bank run like this. So that's that's why the government stepped in to ensure over the 250k that was lost so that, I don't know, to promote um, people staying in the game, basically staying invested in their banks or keeping their money. It's, in it's their all banks. preventative. They, they don't want people to panic. They don't want more bank runs to happen because... What happens when people lose confidence in the bank? Well, they want to pull out their money. And what we've just learned is, you know, even huge banks like SVB can't really do that easily. So, so that's what caused this particular, these three banks to go under is people were en masse going to their banks and saying, I want my money. It was withdrawals. Yeah, it was a large period of people trying to withdraw their funds. So are we doing something about what caused that? Not us no. particularly, but like, <laughs> are we, are we yeah. analyzing why that happened? Because it seems like uh, that could potentially happen on a greater scale. And this act of like reimbursing the the bank accounts that, you know, so have, this is have where the lost, midwits it doesn't really do anything. Right? 
this is where the grifters start reply broing you and saying this uh, Bitcoin solves this. <laughs> yes. So try that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about FTX actually, because crypto solves this issue. Put all your money into crypto quickly. Are you guys, are you American guys hearing about this uh, much outside of the internet? Like, is there concern growing? Oh, there's panic in the streets, Jackson. There's <laughs> pandemonium outside. He's kidding, but there actually is just like actual panic from normal people as well. Because I mean, these are these are banks. <laughs> like this is yeah. If the yeah. banks are crumbling, that's going to be a repeat of oh eight, which is not a good time, as far as I <laughs> understand it. Um, why don't so if the issue is people taking money out of their bank accounts, why don't they just like lock the doors at the banks, not let anyone in for a bit? I guess that's <laughs> what FTX did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Too many people started withdrawing money and FTX just froze all transactions and all that meant was people were out of their money. It's really the same result. Yeah, I guess that's just uh, theft <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's, the, it's like me telling you you can't withdraw your uh, 100 grants because of a liquidity crush or whatever the fuck is the same thing as me saying our doors are closed today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And the next day. So what, what do you guys think is going to happen? Because this did happen in 08, right? Like the US government bailed out all of the big banks that were in trouble at that time. The and every Prince bank was in trouble. Money and, uh, yeah, they'll bail them out. I don't think they'll allow Wall Street to fail. A few bankers might throw themselves out of windows again as human sacrifices to the bank gods. But what else is new? It's not, it's not like America can afford to lose like the US dollar being the most prevalent economy in the world so i guess yeah i mean i don't, I don't know what this means long term uh all i know is it's it's no good you know it's it's not good but people should have seen the writing on the wall too right this yeah. was a bank that specialized in startups or whatever i mean mm -hmm. it's called the silicon valley bank i mean and if you look at these companies tech is so overvalued so overvalued. Everybody dunked on Elon Musk for paying like what forty-two billion for fucking Twitter of all things, and then he fired ninety percent of the company, and it just still works. Like that should have been a warning that yeah. the sector entirely overhired. It's entirely overvalued. Apply the same principle to all of these companies. I mean, Amazon, Microsoft—they all laid out off like tens of thousands of employees. And do you notice a difference? No. It's just whack. None of this was worth two hundred billion. I don't think. That's my um, big brain, a banking take. Why? Why was nothing actually done after the financial crisis? Like, how many times does this have to fucking happen? It's like the Great Reset. It happens so frequently. Well, it's not that frequent, I suppose. But uh, well, I was the Great Depression and stuff like that in the early nineteen hundreds as well. So yeah, hang on. Be... Let's see. Let's see where Jackson's going with this. There was the Great Depression. That's right in the twenties, and then there was the housing <laughs> crisis in two thousand eight. When else did it happen, Jackson? Right now, the three banks are closed. Okay, so that was three times over the last one hundred years, and two of the times have happened in the last ten years. It's increasing. Mm. Next time it's going to happen Maybe yearly, he's and then seeing we... a pattern, that's right Jackson's reading the Mayan calendar Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's just, It seems like we should have learned, learned something By uh, now One thing I've learned is We do shockingly little when something goes wrong And it's kind of just praying It doesn't do the same thing again later Yeah That's kind of how A yeah. lot of shit gets handled It's just 
You might be surprised to know that the government and capitalism is kind of, you know, they're not experts at everything. Not everything goes right. Yeah, if only they were stitched together. If only there were some world-changing event where everything was flipped on its head, and I don't know, let's say hypothetically, people weren't allowed to leave their homes, and things were getting really dire, and they had to witness the system in action handling what would happen if, you know, everyone had to stay home for some reason. And, and everyone realized, oh my god, this is just woefully unprepared for a major crisis, and we don't so- know what we're doing. You think this is a reaction from COVID? People like not having faith in the systems anymore. That's why. No, I think COVID was a very, very good eye opener for just how slapped together with rubber bands and duct tape the system is. Like, like we get that virus and look how just fucking mismanaged it was by everyone ever. Yeah, but at least COVID was like a novel thing. Like, that's. I don't know. Now. There were no systems in place because it had never happened before. Yes, really. it like, did. Well, Spanish, yeah, Spanish, Spanish flu and Spanish flu and stuff like that, but that wasn't like. It, I don't know. We didn't. Jackson, Spanish flu killed more people than World War Two did. <laughs> yeah, it was the I worst know. fucking thing ever. And also know, argumentative, the Black Plague. I mean, that was a long time ago. But yeah, we've it had... was a long time ago. We didn't learn anything from them. We don't. We didn't like carry anything over other than but, like. But the point is, vaccines. we have had plagues. We have had diseases no, we, yeah, that were far worse. Yeah, just not in the modern world. I think I the system in general is not good at helping people it's very good at fucking people though the banking system is excellent <laughs> at taking your money and gambling with it True. just like the government is very good at fucking you over during COVID, they're not particularly good at keeping you alive if you're in a you know in the hospital though it just kind of works one way unfortunately so are we all now anti-government or are we all becoming right wing is that, <laughs> our, is that our platform now <laughs> I think most people, no matter what political spectrum you're on, are anti-government to a certain point because there's just so many mm-hmm. genuinely flawed problems with it that are just not getting solved at all. And it's just compounding on top of itself over and over and over again. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter which way you lean politically. It's just noticing like, holy shit, there is so much wrong with the way the system is put in place. Until- yeah, everyone says that until their guy is in office and all of a sudden they go, wait, I control the cops now? My guy does? Well, in that case, fuck everyone. I just That's how you lose faith in the system. That's how Crabs I in a bucket, yeah. What? All right, here we go. So crabs in a bucket <laughs> is an old political <laughs> saying. You guys gonna watch the boondocks? Come all on. All right, here we go. All right, so they explained it on Boondocks, incredible show, but crabs in a bucket is a euphemism where if you have a bunch of crabs in a bucket, in a deep bucket, they will climb over top of each other to survive, but they will also pull down the ones that are trying to escape because that's their means of escape, climbing over them. So no crab will ever get out of the bucket. So the idea is we will all pull each other down and climb over top of each other for success, and if we eventually do get out, we'll say, well, fuck those guys. I needed them to get here. Yeah, well, like, I, kind should, of, I kind of prefer Christopher a, Walken's one from uh, Catch Me If You Can about the mice that fall into a thing of milk and one of them just uh, yeah. slaps really hard till he turns it to butter and walks <laughs> the out. Milk and the, cre- yeah, the milk and the cream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another classic. Well, why, more well, optimistic, why isn't there a crab? Though. Well, why isn't there a crab that once he leaves, he like 
overturns the systems that put all the crabs in the buckets. He tosses a rope down to the other ones. Yeah, why not? Well, why well, nothing's preventing that from happening. Like hero crab. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he he stepped on all these brethren and climbed over them and fucked them over to get to the point where he could then help them. Surely there's a case like that. Yeah, he why started would he help the them? Then game, he wouldn't Jackson. be at the top anymore. You're talking about well, yeah, crab and more in a larger Joe, bucket. <laughs> yeah. Why would he do that? He, if he, he got a larger bucket and put more crabs in it. And have a harem of like girl crabs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. He crab. he using his <laughs> using his newfound freedom, he bought another bucket and filled it with milk and put two mice in it. Wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> then watch that happen. His yeah. war rig. That's <laughs> his entertainment. Can you tell I'm excited for the next Mad Max movie? I can feeling. Oh Jackson, you always tell me I'm super jaded, but you know, I did finally for the first time in probably a decade, I bought tickets for the opening of a movie, and that's John Wick 4. It's John Wick. Yeah, it's yeah. been getting great reviews. Yeah. I'm very excited as well. I didn't even read the reviews. I don't give a fuck. I just have to well, see Well, IGN it. gave it a 10 out of 10, so that should fill you nice. with even more excitement. Ah, uh, damn, I trust IGN so much. It's such a reputable website of everything. <laughs> Are there any review scores that you would actually, like, turn your head at and go, okay, this means something now? Now that no. this person has rated it this highly. No, Not no, entirely. No. Um, I no. trust my friend's word, because I know my friend's taste. So if like if for example, if Andrew saw it and he's like, damn, this movie is fucking amazing, I'd be like, okay, I probably will like it, because usually Andrew and I are in sync on our taste. But mm-hmm. aside from that, like strangers or reviewers, I don't really know like that. So. Is there uh is there anyone you know where it's the opposite effect where they'll come up to you and they'll go, Oh, this movie, it's fucking amazing. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And you think, oh, this thing sucks. It's yeah, gonna the suck media. ass. The entirety oh, of the media, the Oscars <laughs> events. Yeah. <laughs> there there's yeah, there's a lot of people where it's like, okay, you thought it was good, it's probably absolute fucking trash. Yeah. It's like especially when these like rich people too. give themselves awards. I think the Oscars happened again. Oh which my God, no one yeah, watched, I assume, except rich people. <laughs> it's like what what one last year? It was like Moonshine or Moonlight about like that two was ages ago. That was like actually seven yeah, that years was like ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. was that was when the whole that was that was when the whole situation <laughs> happened where they announced the wrong movie. Like they said the wrong movie won, and it was like this whole awkward situation. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like I don't know. I don't watch that shit anymore. Wait, I mean, what did win? The, Everything everywhere year. all at once. I was very happy to hear that. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor as well for The Whale. Damn, for, for the, the Whale. whale. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh god, I have to see that then. So, yeah, do you want to see the whale is like a perfect with, movie? Do you want to watch that soon, Andrew? Them? Sure. We can watch it. What so Brendan Fraser originally I forget his story. Like he he said he got like molested by some guy in Hollywood and then he yeah. Yeah. they blacklisted him? Or yeah. did he exile himself? He got blacklisted? Uh, I can't remember, but it it was something less than favorable to his career, that's for sure. And it certainly wasn't of his own volition. Because, yeah, he got, mm-hmm. like, groped or molested by some Hollywood elite vampire. And then this was also He's during his, like, huge... Yeah, this was during, like, the $900,000 a year alimony he had to keep paying to his wife. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. There was a reason yeah. when um the meme was going around, just fuck my shit up, Brendan Fraser was the poster child for that. He went through a oh, very, yeah. very rough So it wasn't, like, an years. official ban or blacklist. that was more, like, somebody saying, you're never going to find work in this town again, pal. Yeah, no, there wasn't any, like, wanted posters up in Hollywood, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, they like, put him in a bucket with some anymore. crabs. 
<laughs> it wasn't good. So how do you get into the good graces of Hollywood again? Uh, it was the, actually thanks to A24. Do we even know who did it? Yeah, A24. Uh, the studio that pumps out, like, the weirdest fucking movies. They take risks on, like, some very... Oh, I love A24. No, no, I, I appreciate it. They have a reputation for just taking risks on these, like, properties no one really wants to touch because they're kind of out there. Mm-hmm. And they had one for The Whale. And they cast Brendan Fraser, and that kind of kick-started his career. But before that, he actually did have a role as Mr. Robot or Robot Man, whatever the fuck it's called, from Doom Patrol. And that was also a huge stepping stone to getting back into Hollywood. So just all at once, a lot started to go right for his career, which was very nice. I I like Chet saying he got shadow banned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you look at his IMDb, he never really stopped acting. He just was not doing anything. The the quality of of the roles diminished. Yeah, Yeah. it it absolutely Mm. plummeted for a good number of years. Yeah. Yeah, but he's back. I, there's de- there was definitely like some kind of um, social appreciation for Brendan Fraser growing. I think over the last few years as well. Yeah, like, I would see a lot of me. Yeah, he was the underdog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think and he that looked so non-threatening. Have... You know, he had those chubby cheeks, and he just was kind of downtrodden, and <laughs> he had that like succubus of a wife, I guess, fleecing him. And he was like, "Well, I, yeah, someone slapped my butt, and I didn't like it." But people, do were you like, guys? Aw. Do you guys ever get tired of, like, the internet or the um, social zeitgeist, like, pushing a celebrity really hard and, like, constantly thirsting over them and shit? Like, they're kind of doing it with Pedro Pascal at the moment, and it's making me kind of tired of him. Oh, I see it all the fucking time, and it's become so tired. I know what you mean, though. Like, remember when there was a time period three or four years ago when fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson was on everything? Oh, yeah. Even longer ago, actually. He had, like, cameos on fucking everything, so I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not It's not necessarily, uh, like, Pedro Pascal's fault or anything. It's just, like, people get so weird about it. Like, there was a video going around of some interviewer, like, showing him thirst tweets at, yeah. like, a red carpet event, <laughs> and he was, like, he was, like, super uncomfortable about it. And it's like if you if you did this with if like a male journalist did this with it like a a female star this would be a crime. <laughs> and Pedro Pascal just has to stand there and like <laughs> awkwardly laugh for a bit and then like walk away, like he wasn't just like super uncomfortable, which he clearly was. It's like this shit's weird. But he can't say anything. I assume his PR agency would tell him. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is this this is how you go up. famous, Pedro. You just have to suck it up. People are gonna thirst after you and make AMVs on YouTube. It's a good thing. I can I can give you an opposite reaction. Um, a few days ago, I kind of had a a perspective on just how many things I watch just suddenly have Jack Black involved. <laughs> like how many TV show cameos or movies or YouTube videos he would Today cameo in. From, oh, like like I I just thought oh yeah Jack Black was in that movie or oh yeah he was in blah 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 blah. And I realized I really like it because I think Jack Black's great and I'm happy to see it. <laughs> He can be in anything and I'll enjoy it. I'm not necessarily talking about like someone having a lot of roles that I like. Like if Pedro Pascal was just in a lot of things that if he fit those roles, then I'd be totally fine with it and happy that Mm. he's a talented actor or whatever. I'm I'm fine to watch him. That's not the issue. It's just how much the internet pushes uh, celebrities, certain celebrities at different times that becomes really tiring and grating. Just seeing like fan cams constantly and people like... Well, yeah, uh, thirsting over the. It's because it gets annoying. Like shit. you don't, you don't like to see the same 
shit like all the time when you go on Twitter just gets annoying. Makes you dislike yeah. it. Yeah, yeah that's for an, you that's could just stop using Twitter, Jackson. That would help immensely. Yeah, I suppose. Or use it better. Yeah, use it like I do. I don't your see any of those yeah, I should probably stop searching up Pedro Pascal every morning. <laughs> 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 Jackson just says Pedro Pascal AMV typed into YouTube and bookmarked. Fuck They're really trying to push Pedro Pascal on me as I search him up. Uh, yeah. Just like Andrew's trying Andrew? to push Oh god damn it. Ah, I beat you to it. Fuck you. Hang on, wait, wait, hang on, wait, wait, hang on. We gotta, we gotta take a break here. We gotta take a pause. I, I'm, I'm gonna admit I am just too sleepy to do this episode. I, I'm far, far too sleepy. And that's because last night I did not sleep on a Helix mattress. I know, I made a terrible mistake. I fell asleep on my couch instead of in my incredibly comfortable and wonderfully unique Helix mattress. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that will tailor their mattress based on your sleep preference. Are you super tall like me? Well, you're gonna fit comfortably in it because they have a mattress for big and tall sleepers. Or if you wanna go super tiny, maybe you're a little wee baby boy. Well, they have mattresses made for kids as well. But you'll only know which perfect mattress is perfect for you by taking the perfect Helix sleep quiz, which is just two minutes long to find you the perfect way to go to bed. They're going to have all sorts of models as well. Models with responsive foam to cradle your body. They're going to have enhanced cooling features for when it gets hot out. Let me tell you, global warming's not really making that any better now, is it? Models with memory foam layers, etc., etc. There are tons of different options for you. And if you want the option of a better night's sleep, you can go ahead and grab a Helix mattress with $350 off and two free pillows. And that's for any Helix order, by the way. Just go to helixsleep.com official just to claim this offer. It's the best one yet, and it will not last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now, but it only starts if you get $350 off and two free pillows at helixsleep.com official. So you're going to take that nap? You're going to have a little sleep? Are you going to check out Adam and Eve? Well, you fucking should, because they are the largest online store of adult toys out there and have plenty of selection up, down, and all around. They're going to provide for you exactly what you need for your own little, well, you know, your own little, your own little escapades. And what that's going to get you is a wide selection of all sorts of different fun adult things. Charlie has decided to let me take the reins on this one. He has let me tell you that this man uses all of their products all the time for his big boy projects. And I've taken a browse too, and it's a pretty impressive selection. If you want something fun from the largest adult online toy store, well, you're going to go to adamandeve.com and use code DEFENSE and get yourself 50% off of any one item with free shipping on the entire order in the US and Canada. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and I think coming from an adult toy store, a satisfaction guarantee is pretty good, but certain, certain exclusions are gonna apply. I can't speak today. Certain exclusions are going to apply to that, but it doesn't matter because you're going to be getting yourself 50% off of any one item with free shipping to the US and Canada with code DEFENSE at Adam and Eve. Dot com. 
Well, thanks, thanks for, for that, Andrew. Ads, Andrew. That was oh, amazing. I'm so I'll make good an at that. Holy, that. holy shit, I'm so good at Jackson, what was your favorite part of the ad? Uh, this part, and then Danny oh. just reinsert the ad again. No, but I meant like right specifically here. what about it, you know? Oh, I really love the offer code, as uh, which you can find in the description for both of those. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That is my favorite. Stuff like that. yeah. That's my favorite part, I like too. the mattress. Yeah. So, Charlie, <laughs> what's this like I hear about you fighting cuckolds now? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I won't be fighting cuckolds. It's very it's, clearly... What's the story behind this? I, I saw a very angry tweet and then more tweets, but I don't really know the story. Uh, Sneeko is a disgraced internet celebrity who watched his girlfriend get fucked by multiple men in front of him and it broke his mind. And now for the last couple of <laughs> I years... I heard this. Is this a dunk or what's no, the it's story real. behind him? Uh, he, he, he went on a podcast and he was talking about how he'd go to these swinger parties with his girl. Makes it sound like it was his idea to uh, go to them, by the way. He's like, yeah, she used to let me fuck some other girls, so I thought it was about time I let her fuck other men. Do. Yeah, they so always they get, do. They go to these swinger parties. He's talking about how he'd watch his girlfriend get fucked by other men while he was laying in the bed next to her, listening to her moan, looking into his eyes and shit <laughs> like that. It was tragic. <laughs> it was literally like a comic book villain origin story. And he he started shit with me on his fucking stupid little rumble stream once. And I decided to play around in the pig pen, so I made fun of him, especially for the cuckoldry and also for defending cuties so vehemently. He really thinks that the sexualization of children in that film is totally justified because girls get sexual. Yep. Uh, He thinks it's realistic Mm. because girls get sexualized in the real world, thus it's totally fine that real children got sexualized in that movie. So I just made fun of him. And he has not stopped bitching about it since. He whines about it every fucking day on Twitter. On his stream, he has a little collage of people that have hurt his feelings, and he calls it his cancellation wall of shame. It is so fucking sad. Literally, the most. So, Charlie's referring to is um. I've never heard of Sneeko until last week ever. So I don't know who this is, but he's on Twitter and he's tweeting out these um this compilation of. It's Hassan, it's some dude I don't know, two more dudes I don't know, Charlie I know, and then more dudes I don't know, well, there's Ethan Klein, I know him. And that's about it. So he made this collage of, like, I guess, what, React streamers? Or streamers no, in general people that have hurt that his have feelings. Fun of him. Yeah, it's literally yeah. anyone that has hurt his feelings, even, like, just random says, people on um, Twitter. He says, pattern recognition, this collage is everyone who advocated for my cancellation. Fight back and follow my rumble. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, this is an actual cuckold. I saw Sneeko, not from you, actually. I saw him replying to some other Twitch streamer or YouTube streamer called Destiny, who's also an open cuckold. And I saw them having, like, a cuckold competition, which is, you'll only get this with, like, BreadTube Twitch streamers, I swear. It's, like, them fighting over who's the bigger cuckold. Oh, wait, wait a second. I will wait a say, second. Destiny's not a cuckold, yeah, right? I, he's, a that, that, he's an open relationship. He's an open relationship. It's the yeah, same that is, that's different. No, that is, I, no, I, will, I will fight tooth and nail. That is so different. Kyle, you haven't heard what Sneeko describes. Like, there is such a big yeah. difference between an open relationship and the shameful humiliation fetish Sneeko has. It's not even comparable. 
I assume you've never heard the clip of Destiny coping and uh, saying shit like, you know, the typical open relationship cuck copes of, well, at least she comes home to me at the end of the night. She still loves me. She may fuck you, but she loves me. That sort of it's thing. Th- but th- it's still, that's a door that swings both ways, though, because like, yeah, again, eh, it is an rarely. open relationship. In Sneeko's case, he literally laid there and watched this girl get fucked multiple times by other men. He even told the story about how one of the guys fucking his girl teabagged him. Like, it's totally different. <laughs> it's fucking, it is a, it's a totally different scale. No, it's not. I assume it, it I would is. bet you that Sneeko would still it say, is. well, I also get to sleep with other women. He doesn't I mean, I even say He doesn't that. describe that as cuckolder. He's, no, he also he, says he, it's he an painted open relationship. As- he he painted it as a, like a pathetic thing, like he was unhappy with the situation that he <laughs> yeah. put himself in. That's the <laughs> difference. Crying? Destiny yes, is totally fine with. He the has open not stopped crying about it, Kaya. Literally, he has not stopped crying. They're never fine with it. It's cope. I will not accept this. Okay. Open relationships uh, is just uh, a just roommate disagree. you have sex with, a wife that sleeps around, and you take it like a little bitch. I just disagree. I, I think, disagree. I think there's a big difference between an open relationship and a shameful cuckoldry humiliation fetish that Sneeko has and he's very insecure about. I think you can not be You can not be down with either as like a personal thing. Like you don't want to be in an open relationship. And I think that's something like the strong majority of us would agree with. But like it, it's very clearly different to what Charlie is saying Sneeko yeah. uh, participated in. Well, if you're ticking about Cuckold talking about cuckoldry as like a fetish, an actual thing that gets you off. Yeah, sure, that's different. I'm talking about cuck as in the insult. Well, I guess yeah. At the end of the day, your wife is fucking other men. That's there's no like way for someone to spin this into something that's not pathetic. And of course, there's Will Smith in the chat. (laughs) 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 That never gets old. Have you guys seen um, Chris Rock, by the way, talk about Will Smith and his new Netflix yeah, special? I watched the clip, yeah. He went gloves off. I think whatever friendship there just, was between them is now done. My big complaint was I agree with everything he said, but it just wasn't comical. He didn't make jokes. He just kept no, it saying wasn't that he's funny. a bitch. Yeah. No. Like, I wish... I mean, he was like, angry. I know, and he's rightfully angry. But, like, make jokes about it. You had a year to make jokes about it. Make it fun instead yeah, of just a lot of com- a lot of comedians just kind of treat their shows as, like, talk shows now. It's just a lecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of tired of that as well. I've noticed other comedians doing it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I still laughed at the parts where, you know, he talks about how the whole world called Will Smith a bitch, and I was the only one who called him to help, and who does he slap? Me. <laughs> <laughs> also, to give Chris Rock some credit, he has really great delivery on the word "bitch." The way he says "bitch" is very cool. Yeah. I agree. Just, the, I just he gets he gets it. every single piece of that enunciation in there. He's like "bitch," like oh, it's so good. <laughs> that man is a bitch. Like he's just he really puts fire into it. What's your favorite anyway, role Sneeko, from Chris Rock? Just Sneeko just screams general. at you. Charlie, and then he challenges you to a fight because he says, you know in your soul you would never say that to my face. That's coming from someone who, I guess, had a man's balls in his face, so. <laughs> well, not only that, uh, it's very ironic. Uh, Sneeko has been dodging fights with people his own size, so he's like, I think he's 6'1", and there's a guy that he started shit with named Brandon like? Buckingham. Brandon Buckingham, I think, is also 6'1", and he is open to fight Sneeko any day of the week. He has challenged him like a thousand times. And Sneeko has on record said he doesn't want to risk his manhood losing to Brandon Buckingham. 
But now since he has five inches on me, he's like, okay, I feel confident. Plus, I've made it very clear over the years that I have no interest in fighting anyone. So it's just a really safe and easy thing for him to do, knowing full well, I don't want to fight. Like, it's just I useless. on the internet. It doesn't unfuck like... his girlfriend. Like, he beats me in a fight. <laughs> she has still been used by every man Sneeko's ever known in this fucking cuckoldry. Like, it doesn't well, it take doesn't, those dicks out of her mouth. It doesn't make his arguments... It doesn't make his arguments, yeah, exactly. like, it's useless. It, it is completely useless. It is just an attention play. It's like some caveman shit. Yeah. I don't That's know why people follow him. because me. Whenever I somebody thought, on like, the internet runs their mouth, you'll have somebody in the replies going, yeah, say that to my face in real life, bro. So say that in my neighborhood. I'll shank you. It's like, yeah, that's kind of my point. You're like a fucking violent asshole in real life. No, like, <laughs> but not only that, they, I don't know what they follow him for. Like, I thought the whole thing was like, he's good at dunking on people, but he can't even banter. He can't insult. All he does is when his feelings is hurt, he's like, say it to my face. But then he won't even fight the people that will actually fight him. So he ducked a debate with an internet personality named Tom and then took him off of his wall of shame list because he got shamed by avoiding him. He won't fight Brandon Buckingham, someone his own size. He's fucking embarrassing on every front. It is pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic. He is one of the few people... The saddest, loneliest virgins you will ever meet in your fucking life, Kaya. I swear to God. No, 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 no. They are... They are extremely lonely, sad people. I went to his Rumble chat a couple times just to kind of check out what's going on. It is unreal. Like, they hate themselves, they hate porn, they're afraid of their own dicks. Like, everything about his audience is, like, the worst parts of the oh, biggest losers porn. from your high school. He watches is... porn. You don't get into swingers, swingers clubs without having a porn adult brain. Oh, no, absolutely, yeah. He's just, he, he's a panderer. He just panders to the loneliest weirdos on the internet. <laughs> and to think he, think he at one point was part of the Mr. Beast crew. Wait, what? Oh, is that That's why you the only fact I know about him. He was in a Mr. Beast video for one episode before Mr. Beast, like, really exploded. Oh, I didn't and, uh, his girlfriend. What, I, if, I, what so if Mr. Beast was the one that fucked his girlfriend? Yeah, that's yeah, started all this. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Story. What if so Mr. Beast I... was the teabagger? Oh, oh my god. Imagine. This all makes so much sense now. Well, you're you're not entirely far off. So I don't I don't know much about this whole scenario other than from Charlie's side, but did a little Googling for this episode because I knew it was coming. Uh Sneeko had his own channel in the past where he would post like raw rants was like his thing like he would just talk about stuff and rant on stuff and have a really like straight up roasting raw personality uh and then he worked with mr beast and they had a big falling out and he was only in one video with mr beast even though i think he was like part of the crew and a lot of people think that something driving all of this is that mr beast became what he is and Sneeko just didn't become anything. So. Well, that's not true. He became a full-blown cuck. I mean, that's something. <laughs> at <the very laughs> least. He got a consolation <laughs> prize, you're right. So does he deny <laughs> it now? No, like, even in our little tiff on Twitter, his last response when I brought up, like, you know, you should be mad at yourself for letting yourself get cucked and being so public about it. His response is, I'm not upset about my honesty. He just, like, fully takes it on the chin. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's craziness. It's fucking craziness. How does he? How does he overcome the cuck stuff in your eyes? Can he? Can he own up to it in any way? Or like stop being such a it? fucking sensitive bitch? Like he, 
He is literally living his own worst nightmare. Everything he preaches about is like being wrong with men is literally how he lives his fucking life. Like he is, like when he looks in the mirror, he is looking at the thing he hates the most about men. Like have some self-awareness. That, that, that's what all. Is he, what, what does he hate the most about men? Oh, he's always preaching about how like weak men are and like a victim of women and this and that over and over and over again. How weak I mean, and sensitive kind of and soy is, and bot. Like everyone's a bot, everyone's soy. Meanwhile, he's a literal cuckold who's afraid of fighting people his own size. Like it is, it goes on Do you and think on. He's overcompensating. Oh no, he's he's just pandering. But he doesn't even have no, like the self. Both. I guess it could be. I mean, it makes Maybe. sense. I don't know. I cannot wrap my head around this cuck shit. It's you don't have to be a cuck. <laughs> I, I've said this before. If you're like. I, I truly believe that people tumble down these lifestyles, like open relationships, cuckoldry, polyamory. It's like because they're incels and they just settle. They just settle for time sharing a girlfriend with like seven other dudes. You don't have to just devote no, your I life to think... the sciences like Isaac Newton or something. Yeah, it probably is a fair bit of that. But I really think porn has a part to play in men oh, for sure. uh, yeah. dipping their toes Dude, in the cuckolds. Sure. Stuff. I think that too, but yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. people are also just unhappy with relationships and don't know how to fix it. Like it, it comes from the other mm. angle too, the girlfriend in the relationship, and and this can also be, be the flip dynamic. It doesn't always have to be the girlfriend doing the cucking, but you know whatever, whatever's more rare doesn't matter. But the girlfriend could be unhappy in the relationship and say, hey, why don't we try something? Why don't we why don't we involve other people? And secretly, it's just I want to break up with you, but I don't want to be alone. Yeah, it's called an open relationship. Roommates you, that fuck. Yeah. Well, you just said you don't like but, open relationships, though. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, break up. <laughs> it's just, it's oh, fine. Break up, I find someone you. better. This yeah. is why I don't like when these people, like cuckolds especially, cuckolds and people who let their wives fuck other men, when they come up to you and say, oh, you're not confident enough? I'm confident. You You must not be very confident in your masculinity if you don't want your girlfriend sleeping around. It's like, bro, it's you're projecting. Like, obviously... I'm not the best looking guy, I'm not the richest, but I do kind of fine for myself and I think I deserve a whole girlfriend for myself that loves me and is devoted to me. I know what I'm worth. You but don't. What if That's why you settle for a girl who sleeps around because you're so scared of being alone that you will not break up with her. What if, pe what if some people just genuinely don't value monogamy or don't want monogamy? Yeah, I definitely think it's a personal thing when it comes to polyamory. I, I, I very much am totally fine with people in open relationships. And all of that, that doesn't bother me whatsoever. I'm fine yeah, with it too. I'm fine. not telling, I'm not saying, you're not trying, I mean, do you see me trying to ban it with the government? I don't care what you do in oh, your personal yeah. life, but don't come up to me and it's like, tell me that I'm not the confident one or I'm an incel. Like clearly you're the incel because you settled for the first woman that would touch you every other Tuesday. Like it's a custody battle between other men. <laughs> Get These the people knock here. on Kaya's door every day. Like, Kaya, we have to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> so local just, open this is relationship goons. Somebody makes fun of cuckolds. This is what you hear, is it not? You're not confident in your masculinity. You're an incel. What's it to you? What, what's well, that's so what I don't know. I'm not really in the communities, well, I guess. That, that's Fuck what off. I'm saying, though, Kaya. Like, he is literally living his worst fucking nightmare with everything he preaches about. He's just an actual contradiction of a person. That's, that's what I'm talking about. He doesn't have any level of self-awareness. Ooh, you just reminded so me of a great topic. Thank you. Is he still oh, with this girl? Is, is he married? Or is it his mm, girlfriend? What is? It, it was his girlfriend. I don't even know if he's still with her. Like, I feel like if he wasn't with her, he'd be like, yeah, this was a dark period in my life that I really regret. But he's <laughs> never even said that much that I know of. Like, even yesterday, he's like, I'm not upset about my honesty with cuckoldry and all that. Like, 
I am assuming he's still with her then, would be my guess. Because otherwise, that would have been one of the first fucking things that he was def would have defended himself with, I would think. You see it all the time on the on the Kaka reddits, uh, subreddits and stuff, like people trying it and then immediately regretting it. Yeah. I've seen oh, far yeah. more cases of the it's immediate that? regret than mm -hmm. it actually being successful. Who yeah, because it's like Andrew it, said, um, it's the porn. It's These guys watch porn and they it? jerk off to it and they think, yeah, I want to try this in real life. And then they do and it's, it destroys their souls. It rips it to shreds. Who posted it in the uh, in the topics? It was either me or Kaya, where it said that people who go to uh, open relationship subreddits and the like are also more likely to visit uh, unhappy relationship subreddits <laughs> and dead bedrooms yeah. and things of that nature. There was a polyamory, nature. yeah. I mean, yeah. again, the, this is why it's a meme that like polyamorous relationships are all ugly, fat people. They're just had to settle for each other. It's a bunch of insults. I mean, there's always the classic example of what was that? I forget her name, but you guys remember that one news article of like one fat chick and three fat dudes and one of the dudes ended up like killing her baby because he was just so rageful and angry at the uh, one of the other dudes. Oh, I know what you're it's... talking about. That That's actually like super fucking tragic. They had this episode on a YouTube show called Truly, I think. That might have been the one and it was I like a, it was a, YouTube a thing, woman. Yeah, maybe. It was a woman living with like six men that would share her in this relationship and then one of them snapped and killed, I think it was, their baby. Yeah, it was fucking mm -hmm. terrible. But yeah, it's the porn thing, and then they regret it. The other theme that's even more upsetting to me is, like, these dudes who go to the cuck subreddits to look for advice on how to get their girlfriends into the quote-unquote lifestyle. So they'll be like, hey, my girlfriend is kind of traditional and conservative, and, you know, she's just a normie girl. How can I get her into this degenerate, soul-crushing lifestyle that I jerk off to in my porn every day? How can I convince her to fuck other men? It's like, ugh, this is so gross. And then they give each other tips, actually, on how to manipulate the woman. Well, that sounds like a bit more than <laughs> just an open relationship. That sounds <laughs> yeah, like a that sounds... very bad man. Yeah, it just sounds like an absolute <laughs> fucking unhinged weirdo. That is half of the fucking the, those subreddits, I'm telling you. It's depress It's a depressing place if you're in a bad mood, but if you're in a great mood, then it's kind of schadenfreude. Because again, there's also yeah. the posts of dudes getting the reality hit of, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done this. I was drunk, I was high, what was I thinking? I need to quit porn. <laughs> they get yeah, humbled. That's, that's why I love <laughs> visiting the, uh, the cuck subs and all that, is just seeing the immediate regret in the, in the threads. <laughs> like, I don't feel bad for them because they did it to themselves, basically. Um, but like, there's this... <laughs> There's big threads about, like, the guy is all excited. He, he's, like, in the room watching his <laughs> wife um, get undressed and stuff, and the bull shows up, and then he's just, like, mortified as soon as she starts, like, moaning and enjoying it. Like, wh what is the idea? Maybe there's some element where they're like, oh, she's not going to enjoy it. She's going to want to come back to me because I please her so well. But then she, she's just there, like, actually having a great time, and he's, like, crying it's in the closet. Masochist fetish i, I think most the psychologists just yeah, call it humiliation yeah you know, just a masochism fetish but i think for a lot of these dudes once the once they actually have that visual right in front of them actually happening of another man with their wife like millions of years of evolutionary instincts suddenly kick in and they feel the pit in their stomach drop they go yeah, oh fuck this is be. actually this is this is gross this is wrong we should 
We should make a cuck documentary where we follow a cuck around <laughs> on his daily life and see what. what there already about. is one. Sneeko's filming it himself every fucking night on Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good setup. But yeah, I have no plans of fighting him. Sorry to shut that down for the millionth goddamn time. He can fight Brandon Buckingham if you want. He uh, says all the same things I do. You're disappointing Sam Hyde. He even offered to train you. Yeah, I did on. see that. I actually thought that was very <laughs> yeah. sweet because I actually do think it'd be fun to train for boxing as just like an actual like fun thing to do. But I mm -hmm. certainly wouldn't want to actually fight. So why, why don't you want to fight? I just Ask don't think I train you in general. Yeah, I just don't think it'd be fun to take a real punch. I don't know. I'm really yeah, you averse. just don't want to get hurt. Yeah, I'm just really That's averse fair. to like headshots in general. No, I get that. I wouldn't want to be punched either. Yep, but that's that whole situation in a nutshell. Ooh. Well, you reminded me of a pretty interesting topic I could leapfrog into there. Uh, are the three of you familiar with Joe Gran, also known as Uncle Joe? I think Yukino Joe is how you say it. Uh, yes. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. he made a ton of viral cartoons on YouTube, like Dog of Wisdom, We Gotta Get SpongeBob Back, Family Simp, like like tens of millions of views on all of these. I, I, I know who you're talking about. No, okay, no. so Charlie knows uh, for you two who don't and everyone else listening, he is a old school animator from YouTube. He has been around long, long, long time, made tons of super, super viral cartoons, has a very quirky sense of humor, like very, very defined style. And I like his stuff. I really like what he did. But uh, recently, I don't know the timeline of events, but... He has gone off the rails entirely, where a few things have happened. First, people have been leaking his Patreon Discord messages where he will rant for hours and hours and hours about how much he hates other Newgrounds cartoonists. So he will say things like, oh, Oni's fucking talentless as shit. Psychic Pebbles fucking Smiling Friends is like the worst cartoon ever made. I could draw better designs with my ass. Fucking terrible human being. <laughs> Harry Partridge draws fucking like stick figures and calls it passable, even though he's like a very talented frame by frame animator, like really bitter and awful stuff. And what this has culminated into, if you go to his YouTube channel, he for the last month has been making Rick and Morty parodies every single day. And they are extremely low effort and nonsensical and just seem like a mental breakdown being expressed via Rick and Morty. Well, that might be why the mental break happens because of the Rick and Morty. I don't know, man. But yeah, he hates Rick and Morty. He thinks it's like the most vile, awful show ever made. And, and just every day he just posts Rick and Morty parody number blank, number blank. And they're just all these like terrible stick figure animations that amount to nothing. How does he have 1.2 million subscribers? Because his old stuff is incredible. He oh. made all sorts of incredible cartoons for years and years and years. And um, how, how, he, how long ago? Like, how long ago was he Not popular? that long ago. Uh, like, five years is around when he kind of slowed down. Three years. Not that long ago. Um, I'll give you an example. One of his most... His most popular video has 78 million views. Like, he used to be really, really big in uh, terms of animations. What, Jackson? What's, he, what's his name? Uh, Joe. So he's at Uncle Joe on YouTube. 
Um, but another thing that happened that I watched some of it, he streamed that new game, uh, fuck, what is it? Pizza Tower? Is that it? Pizza P Tower? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he streamed Pizza Tower, and he was sitting in there just reading chat donations and people talking to him and saying things like, oh, I love your stuff, and oh, I hate to see that you're kind of going through a thing, and I wish you the best, and I like you. But he just was a jerk to everybody. One guy came in and he said, hey, Joe, you know, if you're looking for something to do, I got a cartoon. Would you want to like voice act in it? You know, do like a cameo? Like, I'd love to figure something out with you. And his immediate response was, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds fucking stupid. I don't do that. And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? So this is, this is something I've been watching. Just, uh, just an interesting little, I don't know, plane crash of what the fuck is happening. To someone who you used see to this make shit really all great the time, stuff though like yeah. you see so many like old internet creators having these crazy fucking breakdowns now when yeah. they're all so fucking miserable it's weird well it's because they had success like, and now they're like yeah it's salty that they're their peers so outshined yeah. them that that is exactly what it is because his dms got leaked not his dms his like server shit from patreon and all he would say is he would corroborate with this group of like three or four dudes and they would just go back and forth just saying shit like oh my god i can't believe zach got a fucking adult swim show he's so talentless oh this fucking cartoonist like my ball sack <laughs> is a better artist than this guy and it would just be nothing but either big youtubers or people who have moved on to other projects that's it that's so like sad. He, he's he's doing the rick and morty ones because he's like oh rick and morty's the worst show ever written it's not funny it's just so unfunny and, and just really like bitter really just not well, that's funny definitely commentary. what it is he's, he's he's super bitter that like other people are successful and he's not growing anymore yeah and and you know normally he it wouldn't really even be anything i wouldn't pirates. even care but he hates fact, <gasps> yeah how could you do that and then, uh, and then normally, like, I wouldn't even care on any of this, but the fact that it has spurned into him for the last month making Rick and Morty stick figure drawings <laughs> when he used to just make really great cartoons is pretty, pretty amusing. So this is from pretty his fun. Discord. I, I don't know if this is a Patreon Discord or was. So John, how the fuck do you say this last name? Crickfalusi? John Crickfalusi says, Rice Pirate is 100 times worse than all of them. Fuck Rice Pirates. He molested me at two NG meetups. He did the same thing twice, always talks down to me for being younger, as if he's achieved anything in his miserable life. He's 45 years old, or however the fuck old he is, and then he gets drunk and feels people up. He's dirt. Someone should have done the merciful thing and put a bullet between his eyes. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's just super, super jaded and not anything. You know, if it was funny, I'd get it, but it's not. It's, it's well, wait, just well, me. <laughs> What was he saying about the feeling him up, though? That's a contentious one. That's a thing he brought up a long time ago where he says that Rice Pirate at, like, a Newgrounds party pushed him against the wall and rubbed his nipples. And that's what? like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a weird thing. So there is there is some shit coming out about Rice Pirate, but I didn't watch any of that because it just seemed like I don't know, just like personal like something stuff. Where, but okay, I'm not gonna pine on it. But I mean, we all have these moments where years later you can go back to it if you really want to shame and you know shame and just insult somebody or defame them. You can come up with something, right? Yeah, it, it that whole thing was just kind of a like 
weird thing. Like, I don't think any proof ever came out or any anything, or it just seemed like... That specific incident, I don't have many things to say on, but it's just the rest of it. And, he, and there's, like, plenty of screen caps where he's just talking about other animators and just going off the rails in terms of just being a dick about them. And I don't even know what prompted it. I really don't. Even just 11 months ago, he was making cartoons, animations, fun little skits. He definitely became super resentful about the scene in general, so... Yeah. Maybe relationship soured. And then he lost uh, his creative spark and went down the Rick and Morty rabbit hole. Well, it's self-sabotage. That'll he, break you. It's, yeah, it's self-sabotage. What's... So about somebody called Fungasm, I don't know who that is, but he says um, he's still under the impression that his talents will carry him. I mean, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's kind of a oh, nothing statement. Carries you. Oh, yeah. and um, another, there's another LeBron one. LeBron James the... still thinks his talent's enough to win championships. Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> in, uh, in the Rick and Morty parodies, he will also make fun of other YouTubers. There is a comic, or sorry, a cartoon reviewer named Mysterious Mr. Enter. And one of the Rick and Morty parodies that he made is just him shitting on Mr. Enter for like five minutes. <laughs> just making like really not funny at all, but just making fun of how he reviews shit and doing an obvious cameo of him. It, it's just you, you would think to stop maybe for a second and realize that this isn't helping you. This is not going to win you the good graces of other people. It's probably hard when you're like down in the uh, in the trenches, like when you're depressed, probably and like resentful about everything, to like get out of that mindscape. Yeah, it just makes me sad because I really do like his old stuff, and I hope he turns it around. Okay, Charlie, you said a lot of yeah. other people uh, are like this that you've seen. Did uh, did someone come to mind? Um, I mean, there's a couple, like, easy examples we've talked about before. Like, you guys remember Toby Turner, Tobuscus? That's who I was thinking of as well. Yeah. Yeah. T Tobuscus, <laughs> I don't know if you guys really. know now, like, he's very much like a, like, a political uh, commentator now, I guess. And a lot of the stuff he posts about is just, like, fighting with people about political beliefs for some reason now. It doesn't even what seem genuine original, to me. Like? It seems like he does it so that he can get some level of attention. That's all it seems like to me. It doesn't even seem know. genuine. Maybe. What, what was he originally? What did he do before that? Oh, you you absolutely know what he used to do before that. You don't know that. Tobuscus? Yeah, you know Tobuscus. You don't remember Tobuscus. I know the name. I just... I never watched him. I know the name. Oh, well, you've uh, probably still seen same. some of his works. He did, like, the... Uh, the the trailers like Assassin's Creed trailer where he does like all the yeah literal trailers yeah the literal trailers uh oh yeah okay I have seen these yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah he would sing over the trailers yeah like these were like doing. these are super old these are like a decade ago yeah yeah twenty eleven ish gotcha. Happy Wheels yeah he he did a lot of like Happy Wheels stuff and then uh, like rape allegations and stuff like that came out about him and he kind of like disappeared. Perfect. Yeah, the allegations, I don't even remember super well. I'm pretty sure he, like, came out on top of that whole situation, too, so I don't even think he can point to that as, like, the cause. I don't think he came out on top of it. I think he did get cancelled, or at least, like, some level of cancelled. Like, he lost brand deals, he, he, he got disappeared off the internet for a while, and then later it came out that maybe the allegations weren't as completely truthful or accurate as they were initially portrayed to be mm. I, I that's what i remember where i'm not sure i don't know if they were true or not yeah it's Go been so long now I, I don't yeah. completely recall either but like 
if <laughs> if his life did get ruined from false allegations, maybe it makes sense why he's come back in such a sour yeah. mood and is just fighting with everyone. Well, that yeah, that that, that would make sense. But even still, it's not like it's helping him to be fighting yeah. with everybody. Oh, um, speaking on that same train, pro Jared. You guys, oh, yeah. uh, do you guys remember that whole spiel? So he was at a little, a good chunk over a million subscribers before that whole thing with him. He is now still sub 900k. So, uh, and, and he was pretty much completely vindicated. From yeah, he was exonerated. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. But he and unfortunately we, has just never recovered from that whole thing. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Pro Jared. We fucked up on that one as well. We, uh, yeah. we kind of jumped on the bandwagon. I remember that. And mm -hmm. I remember. I me not wanting to talk about his penis and all of you and the entire internet giving me shit for it. So fuck you. Apology yeah. not accepted I since I never lesson. got an apology. Eat my shit. That's not true. You did get an apology 100%. Well, maybe not from the, the internet or whatever, but from us. I remember we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I, like I would, I would yeah. want to be on the record. I would never apologize to Kaya, so just, <laughs> just make a note of that. Story of my life. Yeah. Yeah, ever since then, I think that was the moment when I was like, all right, you, you really just can't believe, like, everything That's what like, that, value. That just fucking happened, too, with Quiet. You guys see all that? Yeah, I saw. No, what yeah. was that? A uh, YouTuber named Quiet, three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, got accused of some awful things, including rape. And everyone on Twitter was like, this guy's a rapist. He's a 100% rapist. This victim came out out of him as a criminal, a rapist, all of these things. And two days ago, three days ago now, Quiet came forward with an hour and a half long video debunking every single claim and defending himself super well. And it seems, it seems pretty cut and dry that a lot of those claims were just outright lies or misleading, <laughs> to give a very generous statement to that. So... It's, um... Yeah, so how how heavily did the internet jump on him after those oh, allegations? Oh, Twitter, Twitter brutalized him. Yeah. yeah. Twitter immediately charged him as, like, guilty on all counts. Yeah, they ate him alive. Yeah, it's, a, it's the believe everything. Um, believe all victims no matter what. Yeah. Believe, it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's really concerning. Like, th these are serious things, like, that you're throwing around. Rape allegations, these follow people around for life. Uh, if he didn't exonerate himself, if he didn't provide proof, and it's ridiculous that he would need to provide an hour and a half worth of proof um, to exonerate himself. What if he didn't have that proof, you know? He's fucked. And it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting that it would have to get to that point. Um, and then people yeah. overcorrect. Just like the overcorrection to Me Too was to say, oh, fuck these women, they're all lying now. Like with the Johnny Depp trial where everyone was, fuck Amber Heard, she's a lying sociopath, cunt, bitch, horse slut. And it's like, well, I mean, Johnny Depp is kind of a weirdo too. You shouldn't be standing this dude, probably. They're both fucking weird. Have some nuance. Yeah, nuance is important for sure. Um, I would just, just, you don't have to have an opinion on everything immediately as well. You really don't. You can wait. You can, you can sit mm -hmm. it out. You can look at what comes out. You can, you can just digest things. You don't have to believe uh, everyone immediately, but you don't also you don't have well, to you, like even if you well even that is play like, defense as well. It is fine to be like okay, I don't think they'd be lying about something like this, but I'd still rather wait and see before I fully form the opinion on the situation. Would be the right way of handling it. You don't have to be like you're probably lying. You can just wait. 
I'm just really tired of everything playing out in like the Twitter courts of Centrally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everything's it's on Twitter. So, yeah. It's so fucking exhausting. And like, it's so serious as well. It, these are serious things. Super serious things. Like even, even now that he's exonerated or whatever, like that's, that's still going to have a long term effect on this person. Like, this is the kind of shit that genuinely would give someone PTSD if the entire world, your oh, entire world turned against you yeah, for you, nothing that you did. You should watch that. Well, actually, I, I don't know if you care to watch the video, Jackson, if you don't know the whole situation. But he had, in order to defend himself fully, he had to admit to some extremely difficult insecurities, things that none of us would ever want to admit to, like performance problems, like being a virgin, like a, a lot of like really uncomfortable things he was forced to admit to. And he had to reveal his face for the first time in order to take it seriously enough. Like, it's, it, it's terrible. Is, yep. That's a shitty face reveal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that was, that was his face reveal. <laughs> yeah, hype at all. Because the accusations led to him getting doxxed, so he, he had to come forward with his face now to put, like, you know, the, the truth out there. It's awful. You know, you know what I, like, speaking of Twitter courts, I think what we really need to do is, like, promote the shit out of sports again. This is my conspiracy theory. I think what? not enough people not enough people watching sports and rooting for teams anymore has led to uh, that energy being diverted to like now they root just like they would root for sports team for like politicians and audiences. YouTubers. Huh? It's different. This people still love sports, man. This sports tribalism still exists and is more popular than ever. These people online don't watch sports or they don't care about sports or they have enough room exactly. in their lives to be tribalistic about multiple things, including sports and exactly. So things. let's let's manipulate them and divert that energy into sports, something harmless. Be tribalistic about a fucking football team, not politicians and YouTubers. Yeah. It's just not I don't think it's going to be but... one or the other. It's just going to be both at that point. Yeah, like, I'm a huge it. fucking Steelers <laughs> fan, and also whatever the accusations are, I'll believe immediately. Like, it's not going to change. <laughs> I just want fucking dumb playing sports with everything. Like playing team sports with everything, at least, and keeping yeah. the score. Just people it, enjoy this shit way too much. It's That's the annoying part. It's. I think it's a layer of escapism. Uh, when, you, when you have it someone is. to be mad at, to direct like everything at, it takes your mind off of the real world for a while and keeps you occupied. Mm-hmm. Good old mom mentality. Yeah. A classic staple. I think a lot of it's loneliness. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Jackson, you posted that the one. The Streamer Awards! The streamer oh. awards happened. Hell yeah, it's like the streamer Oscars. Did anything interesting happen? Who won? It was fun. Yeah, I always appreciate an event like that because it's put on by QT Cinderella, so it's like a big passion project. Uh, who won what? Like streamer of the year? Yeah. I, Kai what's Sinat. the main event? Yeah, Kai Sinat. Uh, didn't... <laughs> Which isn't didn't surprising. He was literally the biggest streamer of last year. He broke all the records... He's by far the biggest right now, so yeah, there was no way he wasn't going to win streamer. Of yeah, the but year. didn't he didn't he get a hand job on stream like two weeks ago? And also <laughs> some other <laughs> the, other stuff the happened. Hand, the hand few... job is still very contentious. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well yeah, I guess if he's got the biggest if it's an award that's just like the biggest numbers, then yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I, I think anyway. I think everyone knew Kai Sinat was going to be winning streamer of the year this year for sure. So where did where did he come from? Because I literally have only heard of this guy in the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, he started blowing up, I think, two years ago. He used to do, like, uh, as I recall, like, pranks and stuff on YouTube, and then he grew into, like, wanting to do streaming. So he already had an established audience when he went into streaming, and he was just very good at it. So mm. he just started to naturally grow and get a big community following him. Yeah, fair enough. Fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to buffalo yeah, my standard. topic into this real quick, which is actually Jackson's topic. Jackson posted this video of a VTuber in our topics channel that just made oh, me yeah, fucking giggle all the... the way through. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. So I, I would like to play this. Um, this is a VTuber called Rune Benura, <laughs> I guess. And she's very angry at, I don't know who, people trying to cancel her, him, it. I don't even think it was about them. I don't even think uh, the video was like they were getting cancelled. I think it was more like people were upset about lolicons in the community. And so then they made this this video about that. Oh yeah, I should mention, I guess, the context is this is a lolicon VTube avatar who's a mouse. I don't know. It looks yeah. like a fucking five-year-old girl interbred with a mouse. She has a mouse tail and ears. So, newsflash to everyone who thinks this way. Lollies have been an integral part of anime culture and, by extension, VTuber culture since the very beginning. The biggest VTuber in the entire world is both a lolly and a lollicon herself. Several Hololive members and Nijisandi members are lollicons and Shotacons. You came into our space, not the other way around. And you don't have to like lolly content you don't have to like the lolly tubers you can think it's weird you can think it's gross you can think whatever you want but you can't kick right. us out you can't make <laughs> us leave we were here first this was our space that you decided to come into so if you have such a problem with it if you can't stand to share a space with us you can leave you can be the one to go and I don't want to hear any ifs or buts about it. <laughs> so this is so actually, she sounds so pissy, which makes me smile so hard. She's like <laughs> actually upset at somebody suggesting to, you know, cool it with the lolly shit a little. She is right though. I mean, like <laughs> lollies have been there since the beginning, so it's not like you're gonna kick lollies out of the the community. It would just why be not? on that personally. What do you mean, why not? Hey, it's honest. Why would I mean, you want to be in the community? Lollies have been an integral part of anime culture forever. Yeah, true. Fact check, correct. At least yeah, but like, that's not the argument, right? We're not, the, the people aren't saying, hey, uh, historically, lollicons are in the community. They're saying they shouldn't be in the community. Lollicon shouldn't be acceptable. Well, yeah, but she's and not this is her wrong. response they, to it. They, they have... The, the community had lollicons in it, or lollies, whatever, in it way before these... Like, it took off in the Western, so these people coming in, they're like, okay, now let's get rid of lollies. Like, it's not gonna happen. It's just not. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, uh, the, the Eastern audience or the Japanese anime audience. I think that's ingrained in Japanese culture itself. Like, uh, yeah, that's prevalent. But in, like... It, it being exported over to like Western anime audiences and stuff like that. Why is it acceptable over here? I mean, you just don't have to watch. Like, there's there's other VTubers that aren't lollies. Like, she just instead of trying to kick them out, just go to a different one because it's not going to change anything. She's not wrong. It's I'm fighting. It's fighting, it's fighting a losing battle. Like, it's, it feels it, feel, it is. Yeah. Feels These people like are shameless. Just... You're not going to. 
like shame them. That action though is like it feels like you're turning a blind eye to it almost. Not you specifically, but just people in general. I feel like if you want the community to be uh, taken seriously or like actually, <laughs> I don't know, somewhere nice to exist in, it should be devoid of Lollicon and what's the other one? Lollicon. And, I don't know. Yeah, Shotokan. Yeah, I feel like you should be aiming to like eliminate the acceptance <laughs> of that or at least the like no blind they're eye into it you have, okay you have to understand that their sexual attraction is inseparable from this thing L look at this comment liking lollies is okay sexualizing them is skull emoji that should be the bn be all end all statements and rune replies saying nope <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, not, it's not even such a controversial statement but still the guy has to go out of his way to say liking lollies is okay like why why do grown men have to sit down and watch like four-year-olds in a slice of life anime? Yeah, it's so weird and gross. I feel like it really, like it gives you guys should be fighting harder for it, you anime fans, honestly, because I feel like it like gives the wrong uh image of what anime fans are like or what anime is like. Dude, they're very aggressive about their uh lollicon interests. They don't give yeah. a shit about you or our opinions. They're going to tell us to get the fuck out, and that's that. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys got anything else? Um, did anything else happen? No, not really. Did Elon do anything funny this week? Nope. He's been laying low. Uh, oh, okay, real quick. This is funny. Have you guys seen uh, Jordan Peterson retweets actual fetish porn? Oh, fuck, that was so good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was amazing. Was a joke. In case nobody saw this, because the tweet got deleted pretty quick, but Jordan B. Peterson, being the Twitter boomer that he is now, he's basically just a Facebook boomer, but on Twitter. And he's, he gets very upset at the trolls now. He lets everything get to him. Any reply guy, any troll in the comments just sends him into a fucking fit. He retweeted a video of, like... Men strapped to hospital beds with milking machines <laughs> on their dicks, <laughs> milking their penises for semen, which was taken from a dominatrix porn porn yeah. site. Like a, this is I forget her name, but basically people look this up. This is real, by the way. All of this is real. It wasn't a Photoshop tweet. This is a woman, a dominatrix, who straps you to a bed and puts a mask on mask on you and milks your penis for semen. Peterson retweeted this with a quote, tweets, uh, quote tweet saying, such fun, an unbelievable techno nightmare CCP hell. <laughs> and then people in the comments had to point out uh, Mr. Peterson, Dr. Peterson, that's porn. He just retweeted. <laughs> Wait, he thought some government was harvesting he, he thought, from people? He thought it was the Chinese government harvesting yeah. their cum. <laughs> and then didn't and then didn't someone else try to like turn it around with the with the tweets and say, oh, this is uh Jordan Peterson, he's in the hospital. This is his daughter taking a selfie with him to show him his condition. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's the guy in the penis milking machine. <laughs> <laughs> 
just saw a tweet and he ran with it. It's like the yeah. tweet that he's quoting is just, it says, what's going on in China? Warning, graphic pictures. And then it's just a chubby dude getting milked. <laughs> it's so yeah. I, the, just discussing it doesn't do it justice. Everyone listening needs to look at the actual photo. It's extremely comical. Well, it's a, it's it's a video. So, so perfect. Like, if you watch the video, it's just their cocks being milked. <laughs> it's so funny. Do you think Jordan? Do you think uh, Jordan watched it all? Oh. He's like at the breakfast table as he's watching the video. He puts it down. He's, he's like, like, do you think it, 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 it shocked, like, shocked you, China? What have you done? <laughs> yeah, do you again. think it shocked him to the core? Like he stood up, spilled his milk and cereal everywhere. Yeah. My God, <laughs> it's worse than I thought. <laughs> this is disgusting. Why isn't the U.S. stepping in? <laughs> <laughs> it just ends the war that this man cannot do like 20 seconds of like thoughts i mean maybe it's a good thing that he's not as jaded as the rest of us because when i saw that photo my first thought is yeah that's definitely just fetish porn oh, Wait, that, that picture is so <laughs> the picture of awesome. his uh, of his daughter the, the the tweet with his daughter or whatever with the cock machine at the background is so funny oh god that's the one that killed me like I saw these and had a giggle but the one where it's like oh he's in critical condition this his photo <laughs> took a daughter <laughs> it's not it took a photo because I'm describing it fucking destroyed me so that's the oh. dominatrix again I forget her name but that's just one of her selfies that she took and it's her oh. and she's like a is that redhead technique whatever in the back is a, just a fucked up like hospital biohazard something you would see in resident <laughs> evil type thing with a man just strapped to a gurney like he's a danger to himself and everyone around him like hannibal lecter with a gas mask on and a penis pump on his penis getting milked and the tweet says jordan peterson's daughter just updated her instagram he's back in the hospital thoughts prayers the room they gave him is as immaculate as the philosopher's own <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't there a reply though i think I, I think i remember someone replied and he was like what the fuck is this and then the original poster was like please respect his privacy that's fucking great i didn't see that one Oh, man. Well, it's just such a comical image, too, because you see the initial eye draw is all this hospital shit. You're like, oh, my God, strapped to a gurney and all this equipment. What's going on? And then you look down, and you see there's a giant bump around this piece. <laughs> yeah. And you go, oh, OK, <laughs> I get it now. That's uh, so good. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that he actually fucking retweeted that. It was it's, it, yeah. it's such a banger. Oh, oh man. Someone <laughs> needs to take like. Just, Dad, give me your phone and put a passcode yeah. on it. Like, parents yeah. lock. <laughs> give him a Why? freedom phone instead, Th so I'll never There's get no it. one around him that cares about it. Take the phone away. Well, uh, the, the good thing is, now that he's retweeted that, he's going to get recommended more things like it, so I think <laughs> yeah. we're due for another one pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an apology. I mean... Uh, I'm not saying he has to apologize, not even an explanation is what I mean, like, oh shit, well, boomer moment, sorry y'all, sorry for putting fucking cock milking BDSM <laughs> porn in your timeline, whoops. Well, maybe he still believes it's actually real and the internet's just lying to him, he probably does. I don't know, maybe? when faced know. with overwhelming evidence that it's not <laughs> a Chinese semen <laughs> facility, like, I feel like there's not a whole lot more to stand on there. Yeah, I like the idea, though, that he still believes. 
Yeah. It's all just a big cover-up from the Chinese oh, government. God, it's just so funny. It's, it's just so funny. So funny. So good. Looking forward to more. Oh, yeah. Movies. A little update. <laughs> Andrew, have yeah, you watched huh? the other Harry Potter movies? I have watched the fifth one, and it was it was a nice... Nice return to form. I liked it. it. It was it was a little weird here and there, a little little underdeveloped in the writing. Like uh, the actual Order of the Phoenix is only in the very beginning and the end of the movie, but uh, the rest of it was good. Plot was good. Had some good moments. I, I liked it. Liked it a lot more than the fourth. That's Fair where enough. I'm at. That's good. Yeah. Nice. I think we're watching the sixth sometime this week. I will let you know. All right, sweet. So we'll get an update on the sixth one next week. The sixth right, one is very good. Okay. <clears throat> Which cool. one's that? The half blood, half blood prince. prince. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Sounds we'll enjoy good. that one. Alrighty, uh, let's wrap there. Thank you everyone for listening to this week's podcast episode. Patreon.com/slash the official podcast. I'm uploading a bonus episode tomorrow, and there'll be more to come. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.